Welcome to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast, hosted by award-winning television director, documentary filmmaker, author, and speaker, Craig D. Forrest. Join Craig for the next few minutes as he interviews leaders, artists, and creatives about trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. This podcast is produced and brought to you by Matchstick Media International. Now, here's Craig. We have a wonderful executive director of EmpowerWomen.media, Shireen Tabor, that is part of our podcast today. We were talking before we started recording that Empower Women, you hear a lot from North Africa and the Middle East, of course, but there's some new places that have popped up. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, well, our research has shown that over 80% of the world deals with restrictions on religious freedom. And it's getting worse, especially during COVID. A lot of people are shut in or um, minorities or women don't have access to resources that that you need. Even with climate change, we're seeing in places where there's drought um, or the farms are not as productive. Um, You know, Christians or minorities don't get access to the, the things, the resources, the food, the water they need. And a lot of it's because of religious discrimination. You know, the majority culture discriminates the minority culture. And so we have um, gotten some invitations to provide film trainings and media trainings for Pakistan and Southeast Asia. And so we'll be doing a film training for them uh, this weekend, in fact, and just helping people, leaders, influencers, creatives to share their faith stories and to advocate for greater religious freedom. Um, and to advocate that everyone everywhere should be treated equally, equal citizenship, regardless of their belief and regardless if they're a part of the majority culture or not. Um, it's really promoting human dignity and the common good. And the research shows that societies that have religious freedom and good human rights, they thrive. They have greater peace. Um, they have greater gender equality. They have uh, more business and innovation. Uh, They have less poverty. But the countries that clamp down and insist on a one religion state, they have more problems. They have more crime. They have more terrorism. They have more human rights abuses. So we're trying to educate the public that when you have religious freedom, you benefit in so many ways. And your, 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 your society will thrive and function in a much more healthy way. Also, the last point I want to make is that when a, a good indicator of religious freedom is when women have religious freedom. So if a society limits women's religious freedoms and you know, gives men greater freedom, for example, if a society has um, polygamy or child marriage or you know, honor killings or FGM, or you know whatever these religious-based um, activities that kind of hold women back or even harm women in the name of religion, that's an indicator that this, the society is not healthy. So if you want to look at an index and there's a, a particular country has religious freedom for women, then they're probably doing great. Those that don't, they're suffering. And so we want to draw attention to that, that religious freedom for women is vital for healthy, thriving communities. Amen to that. We're talking on the podcast today to Shireen Tabor. She's the executive director. Uh, She wears lots of hats, but probably the big hat is executive director of EmpowerWomen.media, EmpowerWomen.media. 
what are the, you know, you started a few years ago and now you're five, six, seven years into uh, this ministry, this outreach um, endeavor. What is, what has changed from when you started Shireen and where you are now, and maybe even take it forward where, what would you like to see in the, in the coming years? Yeah, thank you. Well, we started very small. It's, um, it's a challenge to find the resources oftentimes for a women's initiative. Uh, I mean, to be frank, we find that oftentimes funding and resources goes to men and to their projects. And you really have to build trust to, to find the resources as women. And so in the beginning, we, we had to rely a lot on volunteer effort. And thankfully, we found people to help out of a place of passion. They weren't looking for work for hire. Um, and so we just grew our network and we just committed to creating content together, um, volunteering. But what's exciting is when you get the ball rolling and you build trust and you start to have a portfolio of some really interesting projects, then the funding and resources emerge. And so we're at a place now, not that we have a lot, but we have a place now where we can really start to scale up. And so now we're starting to dream. We're expanding our film competition. We're able to bring on some staff to manage the film competition and to attract more filmmakers around the world. Um, we have prize money for, um, you know, our film competition, $5,000 cash prize, which yeah, is that's amazing, a, that's especially a pretty, if you're- That's a nice, that, that's a nice- <laughs> That's pretty good. That's a lot. I know. And that's from our sponsor, Religious Freedom and Business Foundation. And that incentivizes, you know, filmmakers all over the world to, to participate. We're, we just launched a YouTube channel. Um, where, can so, they, where, where can they find yeah, YouTube? Empower too? Women Media. Empower Women Media is the name of the YouTube channel. And uh, so now what we're doing every week is we're uploading um, the films that we've collected for our film competition. And so that way people can find them anywhere in the world. They don't have to go to our website. You know, they can just, they'll just be there like a library of films. Um, we also realized we wanted to go deeper than just the film competition in little short films. We create an e-course called Live What You Believe live what you believe okay. and if you email me i can offer you the free code to get in okay and tell, tell them where they can find you yeah so they go to our website they click on the tab live what you believe and um they can enroll in the course and then they can email me at shereen um shereen at visualstory.org okay shereen at visual story they can contact me through our website or through my Facebook page, Shireen Tabor. Um, and we can give them the free code. And it's four short films and curriculum that um, empower you to become a religious freedom advocate in your workplace and community. So it's a certificate course. Mm -hmm. And we found that the e-course um, is something people are interested in if they wanna go deeper than just watching a few short films. They can also um, mention that e-course uh, certificate on their resume. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a human, yeah, it's a human rights and religious freedom certificate. Um, and so, it, you know, there's a, a big push now for human rights, gender equality, freedom of belief in the workplace. And so this is a certificate that they could share to an employer, an HR director and say, look, I've been through this uh, four part training and I have the talking points. I, I've done the homework. I have done the certificate um, evaluation and, you know, I'm, I'm ready to go on, the, on these issues. 
Um, so that's been exciting. So um, we're just looking at, you know, how to get this message out through a variety of things. So now we have three platforms. We have the film competition that's ongoing, which will generate a library of short films. We have the e-course um, that if people want to go deeper and receive a certificate and understanding the benefits of religious freedom and gender equality. And then we have our ongoing YouTube channel and then our social media. So you can, you can always find what we're doing through Empower Women Instagram or Empower Women Media Facebook, and you can track with us and the women in our network. Very cool, very cool. Great talk with Shireen Tabor. We'll be back in 32 seconds. This podcast features engaging conversations with leaders, artists, and creatives sharing about current trends and insights shaping our digital world and faith-based media. Today's episode is produced by Matchstick Media International, a nonprofit that's passionate about inspiring both visionary leaders and young creatives to harness the power of media to further the gospel. To learn more, visit us at matchstickmedia.org. Now, back to Craig. Let's get back to our conversation with Shireen. I do a lot. I, I, up until uh, our, our recent shutdown on travel, I did a lot of overseas workshops. Uh, I do four or five a year in all across the world. And when I would walk in, Shireen, it would be filled with men, filled mm -hmm. with men. And there were times I would say, where are the women? Yes. And, and uh, you know, I'm going off to developing and up, up and coming, coming uh, worlds, Latin America, Africa, sometimes in Asia. I did a, a workshop a few years back in a couple cities in India. And out of, out of 68 people, participants in two cities, we had one woman. One. Oh. one. And she was just as sharp as sharp could be. And I would say to the men, you, you need more women storytellers. And yes. the men would just like, ha, 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 you're so funny. That's never going to happen if we have anything to say about or do about it. It's because that's how the culture was. Um, they saw filmmaking as tech and, and there's creative as well, but they saw it as a job. And I just think and, and believe very strongly that women have such a wonderful, unique way of telling stories on film. And I have to imagine, and I'm trying to encourage any men, but also women, um, to get out there and to shoot a film. And once you're done and you've put it all together, go shoot another one and, and shoot the stories uh, that you have, that you're passionate about. How many submissions, Shireen, would you say that you get through Empower Women a, a year? Dozens? Uh, how, how does that go? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good question. And I, I want to go back to what you said. And that's why we birthed uh, Empower Women Media is like you, I had gone to these strategic leadership conferences. And as you said, there'd be 100 men in the room and maybe eight or 10 women, but oftentimes the women were administrators. They were not leaders sitting at the table. They were not decision makers you know, they did not hold the purse. And so I had gone to a foundation. I said, how can we get more women at our events? And this gentleman, thankfully, who ran this foundation, he had three daughters and he got it. He, he, I always say men who have daughters are more apt to think about empowering women. And so he provided the scholarship funding to bring women to these trainings because when they'd go to their boss or their director, they say, oh, I'm sorry, we have no money to fund you. You know, we can't send you. Um, and so we incentivize them by providing the funding. Well, after three or four years, we didn't have to do that anymore. The men got it. 
I don't care if she's 21 or she's 41, bring her with you and go through the training together and process it together and then ask how can we together create media that will have the biggest impact and will reach men and women together? Or what are some stories that you as a woman feel that your um, platform could share? You know, what is the story you want to tell and how can we get behind you with the resources and the talent and production to, to have you tell stories for women? After all, they're 50% or more of the population. Right. Uh, that was our approach and we were able to start attracting more women to these conferences. But since then, we, um, because we know women are so underserved, we have specific outreach to women and we have um, the resources and the, the trainers to train women. And so we gather women a couple times a year for workshops and train them and actually walk with them and hold their hand until the production is completed. So tomorrow we're doing a, a training for Pakistan and, you know, we'll identify the women in that training and say, what is the story you want to tell and how can we help you complete it? Boy, that's a, that's a challenging country there, right there for women and women's rights, Pakistan. Oh, my goodness. Do you, now, are these in English? So, or, or, or do you have to do them in Urdu? What, what do you do? Yeah, we do. We, um, we're really upfront that we do all of our trainings in English um, if needed. Um, you know, we would try to find someone that maybe can help with some translation. Uh, but we work with leaders and typically they either speak English or someone on their team does. Uh, so that's just where we're at right now. You know, long-term, we'd love to offer more translation and, you know, long-term, we'd love to, to translate our films into multiple languages. We're looking at Arabic uh, for our e-course. E um, and then, but people can submit their films in any language. They just have to have English subtitles at the bottom for our judges. So if they're looking to submit a film to our film competition, they would have to include English subtitles. I have a question about that because I have a project coming up um, that is going to be translated and dubbed. Do you find uh, from your constituency, from uh, the women that you talk to, that they prefer subtitles or do they prefer dubbing? Uh, subtitles is easier than the dubbing because you have to go get voice actors mm -hmm. and make it all fit with how the person on screen is speaking. Which Any preferences there? Yeah, I mean, I think it depends. I think an older crowd likes the dubbing because they don't have to work as hard right. <laughs> at reading the subtitles. But I do think people are curious um, about, you know, films that are in English. Um, it brings a certain level of sophistication to the subject matter. And then, you know, they have the subtitles there. But certainly we want, we want indigenous people telling their stories. So right. if you're in India, we want you to, you know, tell your story in your language and then just add the English subtitles for us so that we can share that in our community and then with our judges who will, who will score the films. Because our judges are very top level leaders. I mean, these are people who work at the United Nations, at the U.S. State Department. They work in Hollywood. And so our judges, um, you know, typically operate in English uh, but the films, we want them to be indigenous and we want them to represent the storyteller and their community. Because ultimately, our goal is not just to have a film competition, which happens once a year. Those, we use the process of creating those films with our filmmakers to actually mentor them and coach them so they can become advocates for human rights and religious freedom. So they can take those films and 
and offer, you know, speaking engagements, workshops, um, help them, you know, expand their visibility and outreach. And so it's really the film becomes a tool in their toolkit to expand their mission and their ministry and their outreach long-term. And we've seen that happen. It's so exciting when there's a woman who maybe nobody knows, she's kind of on the fringes, but she produces this beautiful short film that tells, a, that shares a great message about freedom. And all of a sudden the doors start opening for her. You know, she'll get invited to speak or to um, lead a workshop or, you know, to travel with a team or to become a consultant. And so we found that media helps women expand their visibility and outreach. It's really exciting. Great, great time. Learning a lot in this conversation with Shireen Tabor, empowerwomen.media. I hope you join us in the next episode and uh, we'll pick up from there. You've been listening to the Six Ways to Sunday podcast with Craig D. Forrest, brought to you by Matchstick Media International, dedicated to excellence in media through inspiration, vision, and education. To learn more, visit us on the web at matchstickmedia.org. That's matchstickmedia.org. Your generous donations, large or small, help defray costs for producing this creative podcast. Thanks for listening and subscribing.